thank you for coming on Burn the Ship Podcast. Miss Stacy Ruth is my guest today. Um, this is Burn the Ship Podcast, where we connect entrepreneurs with other professionals that can really help them go all in on our business. Um, our goal here today is to learn from Miss Stacy. Um, they're going to tell us their story and a little bit about building your own personal brand and why that is so important. Um, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Fantastic. Glad to be here. I love your audience. They are my people, entrepreneurs and small business owners. I've been one myself for uh, approaching 30 years now. You know, I'll, I'll own that. Uh, I've been uh, named one of the top 50 entrepreneurs in Atlanta. Uh, my agencies that I founded and uh, sold also uh, have been named top 100 IT agencies in the country twice. So I've had a pretty successful run at it. And that really is my specialty is helping businesses like my agency uh, discovered how to be to be irresistible, unstoppable and highly visible. And there is a secret to it. And I know that a lot of your audience would really benefit from those insights. Sure. Well, how did you get into that space? What was the beginning of your career that kind of brought you into this branding world? Well, I actually started at one of the world's largest production agencies. They did the Hong Kong transition ceremonies, oh, produced cool. that, produced the Windows 95 launch. If you didn't have a million dollars, we didn't want to talk to you. Right. And I was uh, in the creative department there for uh, about four years and when I stepped out on my own, I really wanted to make that kind of powerhouse creative content strategy available to everybody, to small businesses, not just to the mega corporations. Sure. And you're from Atlanta? Well, I know I have a little bit of a Southern drawl, <laughs> and Stacy Ruth is not a double first name. That's my first name and my last name. I'm originally from Louisville. Kentucky. Oh yeah, Bare, barely <laughs> north, barely north. Um, but I've been here for a minute. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. What brought you here? Well, I I married into the city. Mm. Thank you very much. Mm. And uh, I had uh, just uh, graduated college, and Atlanta was on the move. Yeah. So it was a great place to get started in marketing and advertising. So what was that that first client as you're kind of burning the ship, you're going out on your own, you're starting your own business. What was that what was that first client? How did how did you get into the actual business, the the backbone of kind of becoming your own thing? You know, that's that's one of the things. I mean, uh, I'll I'll get a little woo-woo on you here. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that I find is very powerful for business owners is to really operate in full integrity. And when I left Carabiner Communications, which is where I worked, I made a pact with myself that I would not cannibalize any of the clients that I worked with there and take anything from them and starting my own, which is a little scary. But even before I left, because I operated with that kind of integrity, I believe, I got referrals. My first client was Kimberly Clark. My second client was a major magazine publication, you know, here in Atlanta. Uh, at the time, Business to Business Magazine. And, you know, I mean, it, it's just operating in integrity, the right opportunities come to you because people trust you when you operate that way. Sure. So tell us exactly what you mean when you say irresistible and highly visible for your brand, for your, for your company. <laughs> well, uh, being irresistible and highly visible comes from really understanding who you are as a brand. And uh, I, most of my clients 
and I love my clients, but most of my clients come to me wanting my agency, my consultancy to help them with something tactical. I need a website. I need social media, right? What we do is we take a step back and look at what the company's values are, what its purpose is. And instead of competing in a commoditized market, and we're almost all in commoditized markets and trying to do more of what our competitors are doing so that maybe if we do more, then we'll be more visible, is to actually anchor in and limit what we're doing, but do it fully in alignment, I guess is the word, alignment with our brand. So I teach brand affinity and uh, arm people with a true understanding of their unique brand personality. So they're not doing features and benefits battles. Sure. And so when you talk about what what is the importance of that to your business, not only from like an efficiency, not spinning your wheels from a marketing perspective, but from a higher level, what is the what are what are some of the benefits that pro- probably those secondary benefits from having a strong personal brand as an entrepreneur? Well, I, I think they're primary benefits. Brands with strong brand affinity. And, and let me let me take a step back because not everyone understands, first of all, what a brand is. A brand is the emotional bonds that you build with your customers. That's what it truly is. So it happens everywhere in every conversation, every personnel, every email, every social media post. So it, it's not just your logo, although it used to be just that. Okay. So, so the brand is how you're creating this conversation and connection with your customers. All right. So brand personality is truly the personality that you're showing up in that establishes a connection. Right. And there's five ways that you can do that. You could be a, a rugged brand, a sincere brand, an excitement brand. You know, there's different kinds of brands that you can show up as and specific ways to leverage that, which is what I work with folks on too much for right here. But that's what a brand personality is. And then the brand affinity is the relationship connection that you create with your customers. So I have on my website, I have access to an assessment so you can find out which of the seven brand affinities you can really lean into. And I have a quiz that you can take to find out what your brand personality is. So there's easy ways to find it out. Then putting that into action makes a brand less volatile, exists longer, more enduring, sustainable, and more profitable. Right. That's a primary, that's what every business wants. Sure. Absolutely. And how, how do other people develop that skill of like continuously auditing and improving their brand? Like how, and, and you as well, Mm -hmm. how do you, what is the feedback that you're looking for when you're looking for, you know, a change in direction with a brand or a new, uh, a redesign or a revamping of a brand? What is something that's kind of the catalyst for something like that? Yeah. I think a lot of, uh, Smaller brands, well, brands of all sizes, I won't limit it to smaller brands, uh, tend to think that they need to continually refresh their brand. The only reason to refresh the brand is if the brand isn't working. Right. And you know it isn't working if you've got high attrition, that's anything over 15%. If you're not winning business at an appropriate industry appropriate level if you're invisible if you're not creating those wins on an ongoing basis if you're not growing if you find yourself 
feeling like you're competing on price as a commodity, then it's time to look at the brand. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And how does, as you're auditing these brands, kind of as yeah. you are, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure you're just like me, is like I'm a, I'm a merchant services guy. Everywhere I go, I look at everybody's credit card terminal. Right. You know, like <laughs> Tristan probably does the same thing where he is looking at everyone's um, marketing and strategy, everything online, SEO all the time. Absolutely. So as you're auditing these brands what kind of skills do you see that can continue to kind of replicate in these brands like what what are some Mm -hmm. of those things there that you know you're taking and you're you're seeing impact in other areas of your life you know like what are those things that you're picking up from continuing to learn about your brand what 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 is it that you learn what is that relationship with your brand how do you develop that well it really especially for small businesses but even in large organizations the personality of the leadership, so in a small business, perhaps just the CEO or founder, but in a large organization, the executive C-suite really drives the personality of the brand overall. Every team member contributes, but the leadership really sets that tone. And so to understand the personality of the brand is to also understand our own brand, if you will, our individual personal brand. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, tell me this. So we've got this brand, right? We've got our own personal mm-hmm. brand, my brand within myself, my brand within my company. We have yes. you know different layers that kind of continuously affect one, one another, you know, mm-hmm. is it, and I think of branding, you know, kind of the way that the, you said that lasting impression on your customers, it's like Absolutely. anything that stays with you. Yeah. Is it possible? Can can you develop a brand before you develop a customer base? Absolutely. How does that work? If it if it's <laughs> if it's creating, I guess you have the brand strategy there, but you know, is it really truly a brand until you have that feedback from your customers? Well, it it is because the brand itself is built out of values. And I encourage my clients to narrow it down and not just hang it on a wall somewhere. Your values are something to be lived into every day. Uh, For example, college hunks hauling junk. They have three core values, listen, deliver, and delight. And every day at 11-11, the entire team in every office all over the country gets together, standing up in a meeting, and tells one way that they lived into one of those values the day before. That's it, meeting adjourned. That's living the values of the brand, right? So the, it's the values, it's the vision, it's the mission, it's the purpose. They're not the same thing. Mission, vision, purpose, not the same thing. And so it's, it's setting this course and experience of interacting with the brand. Well, there's naturally going to be a customer that's attracted to that brand personality and that brand affinity is going to be created in a relationship with that customer. Sure. So we can identify as a part of our brand who our target customer is even before we have that first customer. That makes sense. And as you have, yeah, as you're creating your brand um, mm-hmm. at the beginning, is it like what what are the things that you as a professional that helps people understand and continue to make changes and improve their brand? It seems like once you learn the science, that the science of understanding branding and marketing is is pretty um, isn't something that changes volatilely. It's the oh, tools no. that you use in order to strengthen your brand. What is that? 
continued education look like for you? Like, are are you just constantly trying to stay on top of understanding different social media platforms and how mm-hmm. customers are interacting with their business? What does that continued education look like for you guys? How do you stay kind of on top of the on top of the industry? Well, branding as a uh, uh, science and an art uh, is is really something that has evolved um, along with our understanding of neuroscience and emotional intelligence. It really has to do with, I mean, no one buys intellectually. We can kid ourselves all day long that we're gonna convince people with facts and figures, but all that does is reinforce an emotional decision that was made in advance. So if you're not appealing to your customers emotionally, you're missing a huge component of building a trusting relationship. There isn't anything to expand there. Right. That's what the leaders and executives of any organization need to understand. Sure. Right? That's all the science that there is to it is understanding all the science behind how we make decisions, how we choose and how we establish relationships. It's what makes a good leader, which is why I also serve as a leadership coach to a lot of executives. Sure. So so that's that's very important. The marketing <laughs> is not branding. The marketing is how we deliver the brand to the world. It's the channel for the brand. It isn't the brand, right? So so that is something where we try to stay on top of trends and algorithms and <laughs> all sure. of these other other components. What what I find the problem with with um, marketing today is most people are turned off by it. Most people are resistant to it. Most people are overwhelmed by it. And then at the same time, they're trying to be experts in it. And that's what's so overwhelming. People spend their entire days, lives, weeks, months, all of that, trying to stay on top of how rapidly that technology is changing. It's a hard thing for a business owner who's running a different business to also be an expert in marketing. Sure. So how... What is that business on? What are what are are there some tools out there or some practices that you can refer to that businesses can use to kind of understand their own brand alignment? Like, what are some of the things that would throw up red flags to a business owner when you know you're? And I know you said the brand that it doesn't work. You know, when it's not working, when right. you're not seeing those industry level. But right. what are some ways that you can see alignment or misalignment between your personal brand and your your the brand of your company? Well, when when a brand is feeling commoditized, so when we're saying that, that there are common phrases that you will hear, you know, spun different ways in a company where it's something like um, uh, they're focusing on their features and benefits or they're saying, you know, we are the most innovative. We are the most customer service oriented. They're focusing on their features and benefits rather than on talking about what the experience of working with them is like. So that's one way to notice it. Another way is when we say, um, you know, we just can't get to market fast enough or um, we're, uh, we always find ourselves competing on price or we feel like we're invisible in the marketplace. We want greater visibility. You know, those kinds of things are when you really need to look at the brand and stop trying to compete by just doing more than your competitors. Because, I mean, the, the, you know, mega corporations are pushing out six pieces of social media per platform per day. You are not going to be competing in that level of noise unless you have infinite 
financial resources. Right. Right. Infinite financial resources helps a lot. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, well, yeah. Helps a lot and of if you've got aspects. that, you probably don't need this podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, for sure. If anyone is listening to this podcast with infinite financial resources, we need to speak immediately. Exactly. Um, wow. Well, that's very, it's uh, it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to chew on, you know, and, and sitting yeah. there and, and picking through your own brand is one of those things that I can see you kind of getting lost in. Um, Absolutely. I don't encourage people to try to become branding or marketing experts. That's not a good use of an executive's time. Sure. Right. Um, the, the best use of, of, the executive's time is to set the vision for the brand. Right. What would you be doing if this wasn't your job? If this wasn't my job? I'm, I'm curious. Oh, my goodness. Um, I, I have uh, several things that I love to do, and I do them on a regular basis. One of them that I get a tremendous amount of joy out of is writing. Um, I've written my second book, which just came out this year, Own Your Own Shift. Watch how you say that. (laughs) And um, I also am a professional speaker and I do speak on brand affinity and uh, how to become an unstoppable brand um, with that. And I I do hope uh, to have a TEDx talk. That would be an amazing accomplishment in my world. Sure. Well, we've had a couple of TEDx speakers here. Um, yeah. on the oh, podcast. Yeah. So, in fact, two of my clients are TEDx speakers. So whenever I'm, I'm sure that you will absolutely <laughs> get that opportunity because I'm sure a lot more of those speaking engagements are going to pop up. Oh yeah, no, it's fabulous. If they're coming it, back. It's, it's good work. Uh, you know, I've been I've been speaking a lot virtually. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, people are hungry um, to move up to the next level as a brand or as an individual in their career right now, and I'm sure. I'm all about that. That is wonderful to see. Sure. Well, for myself and for my audience, uh, how do we find you if we want to talk to you more? And and what can we do to help you and bring some value to your business as well? What are you guys looking for? Fantastic. Well, uh, you can find me uh, all over social media. In order to walk the walk, you've got to be there. So you can find my uh, YouTube channel at Unstoppable Leader. You can find me at my website, InsideOutSmart.com. And you can find Inside Out Smart on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So that's where you can find me. And as far as helping me um, grow my visibility and my, uh, my business, I am absolutely passionate about helping small businesses to be able to uh, expand their visibility and to make that within reach for small businesses, um, the, the, corporate level quality branding um, every business owner should have access to, especially right now. So you are doing a tremendous service (laughs) to your listeners and also to myself and the other guests and being on here. Well, we appreciate you. you guys. I mean, it would be a, it would be impossible without the people that help us make the content. Our listeners are are great, and we are um, very grateful for those as well. And honestly, you know, just leave us feedback. That, that's one thing that we could ask for from anybody that's listening right now is leave yeah. us some feedback. Tell me what you enjoy. Tell me what you don't. Um, tell me what you want to hear more. Um, you know, and then maybe we run, maybe we do another podcast. Just depends what people want to hear. So, um, you know, the last, what I would leave you with is, like I said, the title of the podcast is Burn the Ship. 
And our goal is to tell people to burn the ship. You know, make it happen. If you're going to take a shot at your business, go all in. Don't bet halfway. Um, so tell me this. If you had, you know, someone, an entrepreneur that's coming to you now in a corporate position that's looking to, to make this transfer into their own company or an entrepreneur early on in those first couple of years of business that was looking oh. for some motivation to burn the ship, what would you say to those people? Oh, I would absolutely say that um, if if you're going to make that leap, and I have made that leap more than once, um, be prepared to invest in it for the long haul. And invest doesn't necessarily mean money. It can mean your time. It can mean staying the course. We live in a immediate instant results world. And I will tell you, most of the overnight successes that I've met got there in 10, 15, or 20 years. <laughs> so, so to expect an instant result uh, is, is to not be committed to the course. So by burning the ship, I would say burn the ship of the myth, of the immediate response, and go into your passion with commitment. Sure. Absolutely. And I concur. <laughs> and I'm sure most of our audience does as well. So those that have been there know what I'm talking about. They absolutely do. I pre- I appreciate you coming and telling us today, but it, and it's given me a lot to chew on as well. Just going through the this journey with the podcast and trying to figure out ways to be really valuable to the people that are spending their time clicking on our platform um, yes. has led me to to try to learn and understand what that brand is and what we represent and who we are. So we're continuously working on those things. And your perspective and your eyes from the outside are very valuable to us. So I appreciate your time today, um, and I look forward to getting this out to as many people as possible fantastic thank you for having me thanks